1: Oh, I was like, I'm not gray. Not <laughs> even my hair. I'm like, my hair is not gray. Okay.
0: We are live right now.
1: Oh.
0: All right, <laughs> Let me, I have to add another ten minutes of my post production editing that out. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, good to see you tonight. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen. Pray for you. We hope you've had a great week so far. It's Friday where we are right now. I know some of you guys watch us Saturday morning. I still can't wrap my, my mind around that, but whatever. It's good to see you guys anyway. I want to talk to you real quick tonight about how you can't always do what you love, but you can love what you do. And let me just explain. I was listening to a very famous preacher the other night who I love a lot. I mean, she's absolutely wonderful. She's inspired me a lot. She feeds us a lot in terms of you know messages. I know she's got a lot of people saved. But she said something that I strongly, strongly disagree with, and I want to disabuse everybody this idea right now. She said, you know, God is not going to give you a career that you don't love. She said, God will only give you a career that you love, and if, you, if you're doing what you love, and you know, that must be from God. And if you're not doing what you love, then it mustn't be from God. And I have to tell you, that is just, when I say this with all respect, it's absolute nonsense. It is absolute nonsense. First of all, that was not my life experience at all, okay? For those who don't know, I'm a lawyer, and I have to tell you, law school, the three years of law school, I was miserable. I was despondent. I was depressed. I hated every moment. It was torture. It was torture. That's the only way to to put it. And I left and I just said to myself, gee, I can't wait till I'm out of here and I'll, I'll go become a law clerk. That was miserable being a law clerk. It was like just the lowest of the low. And I went from that and I was a prosecutor. And I liked that for about nine months in the next two and a half years. I hated that. It was, I was sick to my stomach. I was, I would throw up all the time. I hated so much. I was in constant pain. I mean, it caused me so much anxiety. I I lost a lot of weight, not not in a good way. And I, I couldn't wait to leave. And then I left that and I started my own practice. And for seven or eight years, I even hated that. And people would even come and pray that my practice would be blessed and have all these clients. And and like while they were praying that, like I was silently praying like, God, no, don't send me clients. I don't want to do this. I hate this. Get me out of this. Okay. It was miserable. And you know what? If you look in the Bible, that happened to a lot of other people. Okay. Jonah, for example, was told by God to go to Nineveh. And he said, no, thank you. He went the other direction. And you remember what happened to him, right? God sent a whale to swallow him, to drag him back to Nineveh where he did not want to go. Moses did not want to go back to Egypt, and in fact, the Bible says that God was actually so upset about that the, he actually set out to kill him over it and had to be dissuaded from it, and have you ever read what Paul went through? Go read 2 Corinthians eleven sixteen 16 sometime, where Paul starts talking about, actually, it's a, few, a few verses after 16, where he says, I have worked much harder been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, and been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received 40 lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I've been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false believers. I have Labored and toiled and have gone out without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst and I have gone often without food. I have been cold and naked. Besides everything else, I face the daily pressure of my concern from all the churches. Who is weak and I don't feel weak? Who is led into sin and I do not inwardly burn? And by the way, he left out the part where he was bitten by a snake. Okay. Now, I'm not going to say I went through anything like what he went through, but the point is simply this. Paul wrote like half the New Testament. He is a a saint above saints, and he went through literally hell in a handbasket. Well, not the handbasket part, but he went through a hellish experience. Let's just be honest, okay? The Bible doesn't say that if you accept Christ, everything's going to go smoothly for you. In fact, it says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them through all. Here's the thing. Maybe you'll get lucky and God gives you a dream career and it's everything you want. If that happens, great, good for you. But for the rest of us, you've got two choices, okay? You can do what I did and just pout and be miserable and get nowhere, which I do not recommend, okay? Because what winds up happening is you're always looking ahead saying, I hate this, but I'll enjoy the next thing. Well, you get to the next thing and you hate that too. And you keep going from thing to thing and you keep not enjoying it, okay? And eventually you run out of life and you haven't enjoyed any part of it. So I don't recommend just folding your arms and pouting. And the other thing is, you're not going to get promoted out of that bad situation if that's what you're going to do, okay? Your better bet is you can accept that this is how it is. This is where God has put you. This is what he wants you to do. And the only way out is through. Make the best of it and do your best so God can promote you out of it. Because I got news for you. You can't fail your way out of misery. And if you're just going to sit there and pout or wait for something better to come along, okay, you're just going to wind up failing. And learn to find things about your job that you do enjoy and try to ignore the rest as best you can, even if the only thing you can find is the enjoyment of knowing that you're doing God's work. So you can't always do what you love, but you can love what you do. The Bible doesn't say delight yourself in your job, but rather delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart, all right? So my message for you tonight is basically this. Don't think that if just because you want to do something, that's what God has for you. And if you don't want to do something, that's not what God has for you. It's, it's not that simple. Okay. That's why you really have to learn to listen to God's voice. We've done a lot of videos about the importance of that. All right. But as a Christian, I can tell you, okay, especially, especially if you're praying big dreams and and asking God for big things, he's going to put you in the proving grounds a lot of times. Okay, if you want something big, if you want a big station in the kingdom of heaven, he's going to give you some pretty undesirable things to do a lot of times. All right. And the answer when that happens is not to pout about it. And it's not to say, well, this isn't what God has for me. It's not what he wants. Because and I'll tell you something else. I've seen a lot of people who who thought, oh, this must be from God. This is exactly what I want. And they were wrong. Okay, so the best thing to do is just go to God in it. Lay your desires at his feet. Lay your anxieties at his feet too. And if this is where God has positioned you, make the best of that situation and push yourself through, all right? That's my message for you tonight.
1: Awesome, awesome. Two thoughts on that. I was thinking about uh, Olympic athletes and maybe just because I'm a performer and thinking about how so many times, even in something, a passion or a career or an experience that you do love, you go through the things that you don't like about it For the two seconds or the two minutes of the things you do like about it. You know, you look at Olympic athletes who train day after day. They do not love getting up at four in the morning and going on the ice or whatever their sport is and spending moment after moment. I'm sure, you know, if they didn't have the discipline, that they would just love to sit on the couch instead. But they're doing it for that two minutes of uh, what, you know, whatever it is. Uh, when they compete, so that's one thing to be taken. Even if it's something you do enjoy, there are aspects that you don't enjoy of it. And the other thing I was going to say is, you know, I I often thought about, especially, you know, the wonderful movie "It's a Wonderful Life," where George Bailey is always saying, "I want to get, I want to shake the dirt of this little town off my feet. I want to see the world. I want to go places. I want to do things. I don't have time for people around here." And in my early twenties, I felt uh I felt like I identified with what George Bailey was feeling in the sense and now I love to travel and and all of that uh, but when he was like oh, I want to do something significant I want to do something big and kind of just passing over the things that he was doing as oh these aren't significant and towards the end of the movie you realize that those little things those significant things those people you know now having the internet having social media a lot of people forget the impact yes there's broad impact but person to person or uh, the insignificant seeming moments are really significant. And I think that's really important as well to remember uh, what the significant is, what what God has called us to. And it's not always, you know, influence is great, but there's other aspects. And I think the enemy w- wants to get us off track sometimes.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, sometimes also the way the enemy gets you off track is he makes the experience miserable and so you give in. And you just have to persevere, like Paul did, and just understand that, you know, uh, life. I think it's too easy to try to sell people a bill of goods in Christianity and say, "Look, you know, the world is a a lousy life, and we'll we'll sell you happiness." That's not quite right. I mean, God will sell; he'll give you, he'll give you love, joy, and peace. But it doesn't mean like blissfulness. Okay, it doesn't mean you're always going to enjoy the things that you're going through and the things that you're doing uh you, you know you're going to have you're going to have hardships but he will give you those the opportunity to delight yourself in the lord okay if you delight yourself in knowledge that you're doing you're doing god's will that you're making him you know a proud father as as you and i like to say okay that's i mean that's the fruit of the spirit right there it's not just deciding here's what i want in life and i'm going to go do that because honestly you know you'd have a lot of people just first of all not doing anything right you know, a lot of people just sitting home playing video games and and Very few jobs are like, there's a reason you get paid to work. And the reason is that you wouldn't do it for free if you had the choice, right? I mean, there are a few great jobs, like, you know, professional athlete or something. You know, we play sports anyway. And the fact that they pay you, I'm sure, is great. But for every other job, the reason it has to be incentivized with money is because if we weren't paid to do it, we wouldn't do it, right? So that doesn't mean that, you know, the fact that you don't maybe enjoy your job, that you're in the wrong job because you're going to have a lot of things you don't enjoy that you still have to do. And I think it's part of this like late 20th century, early 21st century idea that, you know, life is just supposed to be a, a, you know, a a fruit basket or something, a bowl of cherries, forgive the the mixed metaphor there. And if it's not, then there's something wrong. It's like, no, life is about responsibilities and you can make the best of it or you can make the worst of it. But sometimes you just have to do what has to be done. So, you know, don't all I'm saying is don't fall for this false narrative that, you know, you have to that if 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 you're not enjoying it, it's not what God has for you. God has something you enjoy. Like, I don't doubt that God has a lot of things for you that you will enjoy. Okay, but not everything that God has for you that God requires of you is going to be all that enjoyable. That's all I'm saying.
1: That's right. And sometimes it's the, you find the beauty and just like his power, you know, works best in your weakness. The other thing is it it has
0: purpose. It It has purpose for his kingdom, like Paul's ministry did, and it has purpose for your own growth. And so even though I hated those experiences, I am still glad in the growth I experienced from them. I'm still, I mean, it's hard for me to say I'd go back and do them again because I hated it so much, honestly, but I, learned important life lessons from them anyway. And I wish the the life lesson I learned the most is I wish I had, I had focused less on hating it and just focused more on figuring out how to do it. But I, that's a longer conversation than what we have time for here.
1: And one more but, thing, I really think the professional athletes, even then, I think that they there's things that they don't like about what they're doing, so I mean, yeah, that, but I hard think they believe.
0: mostly enjoy it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. One in lead in prayer, Kristen.
1: Okay, so tonight's verse is from Luke six thirty eight, and it says, "Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be in your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you." Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, that when we give, it will be given to us. And that doesn't just mean finances. It means everything. When we give love, when we give through prayer, when we give through serving, God, you take notice of that. I pray for the person who does not feel appreciated. Pray for the person who feels like they've done so much for other people and feels like other people have not reciprocated. I just want to tell you tonight, my word for you is that God sees and God knows, and you do it unto the Lord. You do it unto the Lord. And so don't get discouraged. God knows, and He's going to give it back to you. Multiply it. Press down, running over, shaking together and running over. So I, I know you you feel a little discouraged, but take good heart. Take courage. Take courage in the Lord. God wants us to band together and take courage in Him. He sees. He sees everything you've done. All those things, the character of your heart. He sees it. He sees all of that. And He wants to bless you beyond measure. He wants to give you life and life abundantly. Yes, you're going to go through things. Yes, there's going to be struggles in life. But fear not. Take courage. He has overcome the world. And you have overcome the world in him because you are hidden in Christ. You're hidden in Christ. You're a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. He has beautiful things in store for you. He has opened treasures just for you. The treasures of his presence and an intimacy and a journey with him that only you can have. Only you. It's a journey that you must take. Your own journey. It's it's a unique opportunity. He's offering it to you. He's holding out his hand just towards you. He wants to dance with you through this life and bring you to that place that you've not even dreamed about. He has so much for you. Don't give up. For the person tonight who's given up, don't give up. You're so close. You're so close. The enemy wants you to give up, but don't give up. Keep praying. The person who feels like they just can't shake that addiction or shake that habit, don't give up. Don't give up. Pray one more time. Hold on. Hold on to Jesus. He's holding on to you. He's holding out his hand to you. That's what I see tonight. I see that the Lord is extending his hand to you, his hand of grace, his hand of righteousness, His hand of blessing and anointing for your future. Hold on. Hold on to Him. You who have been waiting a long time. Hold on to Him. Hold on to His promises. Claim His promises over your life. Go through the Bible. Circle the promises and claim with your mouth. Confess with your mouth. The promises of God over your life, over your family's life, over your future. Don't give up praying for that loved one. Don't give up praying that that person would be healed. Don't give up praying for that reconciliation. In Jesus' name, God, I pray that your fire would just fall down all over this world. In every situation. And the one more time would be the time that you break through. The, the breakthroughs are happening, God. Tonight is a night of breakthrough in the spirit. I feel like your breakthrough is coming through and sweeping through like a mighty rushing wind of the Holy Spirit into homes and into hospitals and into places and into the unknown and into the unreachable and the, un, the place that no one else goes, God. You're, you're, Power and your wind is blowing through in Jesus name and breaking through. And that one more time is going to be the time, God. This is that one more time. This is that not giving up. This is that trudging through, God, and holding on to what you have, God. In Jesus name, we hold on and we don't give up. And we believe that this is the moment of breakthrough. This is the moment we've been waiting for in the spirit. Right now, Lord, breakthrough for situations, breakthrough. And we give you the praise, God. We give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Another fantastic job. Thank you. You're very welcome. By the way, if anybody at home is noticing how much my skin is glowing tonight, you can thank Kristen for that. Kristen sells Mary Kay products. I'm not (laughs) trying to hock them here. I'm just saying to make sure that I have my daily cleanser. My uh, daytime moisturizer, my nighttime moisturizer, and my firming skin cream keeps you nice and beautiful looking, okay? Seriously, I'm 64 years old, and I look this good. There <laughs> you go. Kidding. But seriously, that's actually why my skin is like long, so I'm using the products Kristen gave me. So there you go.
1: <laughs> that's funny. With all of our uh, different cultures and languages, they may still think you really are 64.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not. But, I, but for 41, I look very youthful.
1: You do. Uh, seriously. I mean, well, you had a good palate to start out with. So
0: That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, baby. Listen, why don't we start with the uh, prayer request tonight? Why don't you kick off with uh, Sue?
1: Okay. Sue says, I'm going through a real rough time right now. My family is in spiritual, physical, emotional, financial crisis. I don't know how to get through. Please pray for my family. Help me pull my family through. We're losing our home to the bank. I'm so lost, and I thought of taking my own life. Please help. Sue, I can't even begin to imagine what you're feeling right now. And without going into too much detail, I just want to say I know that feeling. I know that spiritual feeling where you just don't know what to do, and you've asked God, and you need that breakthrough. And so I'm here to tell you on the other side of that, that there's a testimony. And I believe that that's what God is doing in your life, in your family's life, that you are going to be on the other side of that. You can't lose sight of that, Sue. You're going to be on the other side of that. And you're going to be pouring into people's lives and telling them that they can get through and not just get through, not just survive, but thrive in the way God has for them and have life abundant and, and not just get through, but reach a place of intimacy with Jesus. You know, when we go through trials and struggles, there's, I believe there's a place of intimacy that you can only get through things like that. And Jesus is so jealous for you. It's not like he's causing a struggle or causing something bad to happen but he's allowing something so that you can grow with him and something that he can just just sweep you off your feet and and pick you over and he's and i just picture him holding on to you and it's like a puddle right in your life and he's just throwing you over the puddle and carrying you all the way so you this is an opportunity for you and your family to dig in and get closer to the lord than ever before in life and to know him in an intimate way that other people may not know him and, and see things and see miracles that you don't even, didn't even know were possible. And so I just pray in every area of your life, spiritually, physically, emotionally, financially, that there would be breakthrough. First of all, I pray against the spirit of suicide in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, for you and your entire family. Don't don't confess that. Don't, I'm glad you put it in here as a prayer, but you are not. You are not. You you remember your value in Christ. And there's nothing. Do you hear me? Nothing. It's very serious. Nothing that would ever justify that. Okay? Nothing. Nothing. The enemy wants you to, he's not gonna win that war in any shape or form, even in the thought life. Even in the thought life. So in Jesus' name I pray against. I pray for that to be broken, actually, in the entire world, the spirit of suicide to be broken in the name of Jesus and for people to see themselves as loved and whole and wanted creatures of you, God, and princesses and and princes and kings and queens of you, and that you have, that may no one ever feel desperate or lonely enough to, to go to that place, but go to you instead. And that's my prayer for this show to constantly be a reminder for people that, of your love for them. So I pray against that. And for this issue, God, I don't know what your outcome is, in, but I know no matter what it is, you have a beautiful future for Sue. So whatever happens with her home, whatever, whether she gets another home or she keeps this home and you you break through a miracle with this current home— I pray that you give her the peace that passes understanding for her and her family. And I pray that you overwhelm them. And I pray that you overwhelm them in everything they need. But right now, come through for them like never before and create a miracle. Create a miracle. You are a miracle-working God. Create a miracle for them in every single way, God. And I know that you can do it. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Very, very, very powerful, Kristen. Great job. All right, I'm going to pray for a bunch of people right now who uh, are experiencing financial issues. Inna says, good night. Please pray for my financial breakthrough from loans and debts. She says she's tired of living like that. After all, I'm the daughter of the king. Actually, this was written to us in Russian, and when I translate it, it came back. After all, I'm the daughter of the czar, but I think what she <laughs> means is she's the daughter of the king, so we'll go with that. And that's very That's a good faith statement, right? If you're the daughter of the king, why should you live like that? Lala Kobau says, "My name is Jojiana, and I'm from Fiji. Please pray for my life and my kids. And also, at this time, I'm on leave without pay due to the pandemic." Winner says, "Pray that God will grant me a job at NPower." Barber says, "Or Barbara says, I'm not working." And Julius says, "Pray for my, pray for financials to pay for the rented house." Okay. Well, Father God, first of all, I lift up Ina, Georgiana Winner, Barbar, and Julius to you. I thank you for these people. I thank you for their faith that they believe that they serve a miracle working God. In particular, I like what Enos said, God, that she is your daughter. Well, these are all your sons and daughters here, God, and we don't serve a poor God. And we know that it's not your will for any of these people to struggle, but rather to to prosper. That that people who say that, that Christianity doesn't involve prosperity are either illiterate or just have no faith. I mean, that's really, there's only two two alternatives here. So God, thank you for these people. God, thank you that Christ was made poor so we could be made rich. Thank you that you've designed us to prosper in all things, even as our soul prospers. Thank you that in Psalms, we're told everything we do will prosper. Thank you that it says the same thing in Deuteronomy. You'll bless the works of our hands. You'll bless us in the fields. You'll bless us as we come and bless us as we go. You'll give us homes that we didn't even build. will be a blessing to many nations that will will lend and not borrow, will be the first and not the last, will be above and not beneath. But God, we also know that those things come with conditions and the conditions are obedience, in particular in tithing, but just in general in holiness. And so God, I pray that you give these people holiness. Okay, I pray for their holiness so that you can bless them financially and move them out of the situation they're in into a better situation and so that they can be blessings to others. Let's not lose sight of that. The entire purpose of this is to bless other people. And so we thank you for that, Father God. And we thank you that these these financial blessings are on their way, so in, in such a large quantity that they will not have room enough to contain it. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. All right. Will you please pray for Cami?
1: Yes. All right. For Cami. Camia uh, says, "Good morning. I feel full of guilt and fear." Prayers for my daughter and the human Ro- Rojos family. All right, Cami. Well, we know that. That famous verse, right? God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sa- a sound mind. And he has not given you guilt either. That's condemnation. The Lord convicts and disciplines those he loves, but he does not give guilt and condemnation. So fear and guilt are from the enemy. You've got to, you, I'm praying for you, but you, have got to say no in Jesus name I will not be full of fear I will not be full of guilt you have to confess with your mouth lord I am full of faith and perfect love cast out all fear and I'm full of your perfect love Jesus and yes you are convicting me and I repent of my sin but you don't hold it over my head lord and I am it, it's tossed in the sea of of forgiveness and lord you have forgotten my sin it's as far as the east is, is from the west, as soon as I confess it. So the enemy is just trying to get you to live there so you will never rise to what God has for you and never have the intimacy. So in Jesus' name, Lord, please release the, these bondages off of Cammie and let her feel your love and power so strongly. like just Just come in there so that the chains of fear and guilt are broken that she is just overwhelmed by your glory and overwhelmed by your love and and truly i feel that if we truly know you god and your power there is no that there's no room for anything else god don't let there be any room for fear or guilt or any of these spirits to come upon her but god give let her just be overcome by you so can just dig in just dig in get get your bible and or if you have the an app on your phone or something the you version through the word and go through the Psalms and just proclaim the promises of God and start worshiping Jesus and worship Him because the enemy can't be around worship. Just, just read the Psalms and worship the Lord. And I pray for your daughter. I pray for your daughter to do the same thing. We pray, we lift her up and we ask for God's protection and provision to be over her and her life, that she would grow in the power of the Spirit and for the Human Rojas family as well, for the protection of the Holy Spirit and for them to grow and to, to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Savior, not just as their God, but as their intimate lover of their souls. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Awesome job. Awesome job. I want to say hi to some of our friends before I continue, real quick. Um, Fernando, I see. Good to see you again, Fernando. Hey. Imran Bahadi, always good to see him. Peter Russell, good to see you, my friend. Hey. Dahlia Rodizma, thank you so much for sharing uh, so many of our videos. We love that you do that for us. Um, I want to read you something she said she said thank you always for delivering a message from God even though we don't know each other super thank you and appreciate you I'm the one uh, appreciate that I'm the one you help in prayers god bless both of you Jordan and Kristen uh, I'm so far in the Philippines but through God's word we're near to stay safe and be blessed always well Dale, listen you, you say we don't know each other but actually I think we we know each other very we're starting to know each other very well and it's always such a pleasure to see you and you're you're words are a great blessing to Kristen and i so thank you so much for those Dahlia. all right let me do some more prayer requests here uh these are for healings Dejorla says please pray for me for my complete healing i got a stroke at the age of 26 bert from the flores islands of indonesia says he's always watching us always watching you guys and i really like this program i love that we we're just known like in all these places like indonesia you know yeah, it's really I need cool. you to pray for me to get healthy and give me more blessings of Jesus Christ. Okay, we'll take care of that, Bert. Terry asks us to pray for Mary Willis Jacobs, who has the coronavirus. Didi says, Pray for my family, which was exposed to the virus. And help me here. Nubu Diyushi from Nigeria. What's that? That was good. Is that it? Yeah, I, Nubu I, I, Deyushi, okay. We'll go with that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I want you to pray that God will heal me from every infection in my body, which has tormented me for years now. Well, guys, I have good news for you. We don't serve a God that wants you to be sick. And we don't serve a God who stopped performing miracles 2,000 years ago. You know, Even some Christians, Kristen, like to say that the, the age of miracles is over. Mm. and uh you know god performed that's the old testament god he performed miracles and stuff like that that stuff doesn't happen now and yeah well jesus did that stuff that's fine but that that doesn't happen now that there's absolutely no scriptural support for that and you and i have both seen prayers answered and prayers answered regularly and miracles happening regularly okay so i don't really know where this comes from i think it comes from people who just are afraid to stretch their faith out because God forbid they pray for something and they don't see it, and then their whole world has to fall apart because they have to question their worldview. Okay. But guys, whether we're talking about De here, here, I'm sorry if I'm not saying your name right, De Horless, Bert, Terry, Didi, Nubu, Nubu, Diushi, Kristen, and I stand in prayer with you. Okay. This isn't when, I, when we do this, this isn't just me speaking to hear my own voice. This is Kristen agreeing with me. Okay, which is you got a real power hitter in your lineup right there, in case you haven't figured that one out yet. Okay. And then I'm praying for you too. And God says, Kristen, what is it? If any two are gathered in my name, how's it going?
1: Yeah, I am there with them. Yeah. Ask for anything. He
0: tells tells us if we have so much as the faith of a mustard seed, we can point to a mountain and tell it to throw itself into the ocean. Okay. So, I know you guys are all facing mountains right now. For Dehorless, Kristen and I, we point to that stroke. We point to that neurological damage or whatever it was caused. And we tell it to throw itself into the sea and that you will be restored to your complete healing. Jesus said, Jesus' body was broken so we could have healing. Bible says by his stripes, we were healed. Yeah. He was made a curse so we could be made a blessing. Yeah. Jesus tells us to go forth. And, and feed the hungry and heal the sick, not not comfort the sick, heal the sick. So mm-hmm. expect your healing. And let to say one other thing, actually, Kristen. There's a weird verse, and you and I were talking about weird verses in the Bible that kind of like, they, they kind of cause you to rethink things now and then. They mm-hmm. challenge you a little bit. And one of them is, there, there's a verse somewhere in the gospels where it talks about Jesus went to a certain town but he could not do miracles there because the people lacked faith. And yeah. that's weird because you, when you see could not in front of Jesus, you're like, he's he's God, he's perfect. He, he's omnipotent, he's all powerful, he yeah. can do anything. But the thing of it is, okay, he doesn't do things against our will, right. number one, and he puts conditions on things. And one of the conditions, yeah. okay, is faith. So for all of you guys, listen, it only takes the faith of a mustard seed. So, if you had enough faith to get on your 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 laptop or your phone and send us this text message, okay, then you have enough faith to expect your healing yeah. for Bert, okay, you say you need prayers for you to get healthy. I order your body to get healthy and for you to become blessed by Jesus Christ you say you want more blessings than jesus christ the the one prayer the prayer that I see answered faster than any other prayer I know Kristen's gonna agree with me on this is God bring us closer to you, yeah. Okay, so, Bert, I want you to submit fully to God. And I want you to ask God to bring you closer to him. And when you get closer to him, he cannot help but bless you. Or it's Mm -hmm. like it's like drawing closer to the sun. You don't draw closer to the sun and then say, son, oh, by the way, can you also heat me up? As you are getting closer to the sun, you're getting warmer. Okay, as you get closer to God, who is blessing, not just a blessing, he is blessing. You can't help but getting blessed. For Terry, I'm praying for you and your friend Mary Willis Jacobs. And for Didi also about this coronavirus, we rebuke the coronavirus from them and from me and from Kristen. We don't have it, but I'm rebuking anyway. Why the heck not? And from our families, we order it removed from us and not to touch these people and for them to be perfectly healed in Jesus' name. For If you are only joining us now, Kristen and I have prayed for people who have been in the hospital, okay, totally unresponsive, on ventilators, given no hope for recovery, and we've seen them recover, okay? The, the name of Jesus is a name above all names, including the name of the coronavirus. So e- so even that must submit. And mm-hmm. so we order that to submit for Terry and for your friend, Mary Willis Jacobs and for Didi and for Nubu Diyushi from Nigeria. First of all, thank you for joining us all the way from Nigeria. You ask that, we, that God will heal you from every infection in your body. F- listen, if God could heal people of leprosy,
1: mm-hmm. he can
0: heal you of these infections. Father God, I thank you for a new new boo life. I thank you. I thank you, God, that you want to heal him. I pray in his healing for him. If he has anything in his life that needs to be removed, show it to him. And guys, all of you, and I know listen, I'm not promoting Kristen here. I'm not promoting me when I say this, but Kristen and I did, I think, a very important video over a month ago on the importance of taking communion, okay, for healing. I'm telling you, I'll tell you why I did that. I don't know if I ever told Kristen this. My mom, it was before I met Kristen was very sick and uh, she had to have surgery or I'm not going to get into too much detail, but it, w- it was bad. And, and her, even after the surgery, her health was deteriorating and, and for months and she got to the point where she thought she was dying. And then she said, no, I am healed of the Lord. And she got up out of her bed and she wasn't immobilized, but she got out of her bed. She went and got a cracker and she got some juice of some kind and she took communion and by taking communion, she was receiving her healing. She ordered her body to be healed. And that's what you guys need to do. We can pray for you. Chris and I can pray for you. We, we order your body to be healed. You have to have the faith. You have to receive it. And I'm telling you, go watch that. Um, uh, I almost said cr- uh, coronavirus video. Go watch that communion video. Okay, it's, it's very important. Take communion with God. You don't have to go to church to do it. Just take your communion and receive your healing. In Jesus' name, amen. Chris amen. and I apologize. I know I went a little long with that. Let me just no. step on you there.
1: No, I'm. I'm. I love it. It was very Pentecostal. It kept going. I love
0: it. Love it. <laughs> I also it because I think there's a slight delay between you and me, and what's happened a few times is you've been talking and I talked over you, but that's not deliberate. I'm not trying to do that. Oh, it's just okay. I think there's just a, a connection issue. Okay.
1: No, no problem. No problem. I didn't even notice. That. <laughs> um, All right. Okay. Uh, who's so, next on your list? Okay, so we got. Eunice, who is asking for prayer for the struggling people of the Middle East and the political conflict and his ministry, and M.D., who's a citizen of Bangladesh um, and says we're prisoners because of the coronavirus, meaning we can't go anywhere, do anything, and there's 10 people in his family. So God, I pray uh, for Eunice. I thank you for his heart for the, the Middle East God um, and all that's going on there. And, you know, you read the Bible and you just see biblical prophecy after biblical prophecy um, just come to life through the events taking place. But God, you have heart for every person of every nation. You have a heart for every person, God, that you—that Every person deserves a chance to hear your name and deserves a chance to hear the gospel and accept you, God. And a lot of these places haven't even heard your name once, God. So send the people who are supposed to go to these places to, um, and you know, via media and and everywhere. Um, And uh, we certainly will stand in the gap where we're supposed to as well, God. And we just pray for Eunice to be a great light there in his ministry, God. And for all the unrest, we pray for your peace, God, and we pray that you would come through. And we just pray for um, more of this amazing—the amazing miracles to happen of uh, people getting baptized and people hearing about you through dreams and just all this—all these amazing miracles we hear about, God. I just—I just pray for more and more, and um, and for people to be strong in the middle of persecution and different things and to hold tight to you and, and find you. So we pray for that. And for MD Lord, uh, we pray for Bangladesh. And, uh, I know that's a very populated place, uh, as, as are a lot of these countries, but there's a lot, a lot of people. So a lot of people, um, I pray for my friends who are actually uh, missionaries, um, to the, everywhere in the middle East and to Bangladesh as well. Um, and I just, I just pray that your gospel would go forth. God It's such an opportunity I pray for MD's family, all 10 people and their extended family to know you and to be able to uh, receive you and your abundance for their lives. In Jesus' name,
0: amen. Amen. Sorry. Amen, Kristen. Nope. Good job. Thanks. All right. We've got some people here, um, some personal relationship uh, messages. Ningurdamu lost the love of my life, she says, or he says. Taryn says, please uh, pray for my marriage. It's struggling in difficult times. Lots of frustration being locked down. Thanks. Avial says, uh, pray for me and my husband, for God to intervene. And lastly, Sunila, ah, this year, it makes sense. Sunila says, pray that we can have children. First of all, God, for, and I, I apologize for the name, for Nguerdamu, Your word says, God, that you're very near to the brokenhearted. So I pray you be near to Nagurdamu, who lost the love of my life. Or they say, he says. And I apologize. I don't know if this is a he or she. I I think it's a he. He? Okay. Mm -hmm. God, I can't pretend I know what that feels like. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine life without Kristen. I don't know how I would go through it. I don't know how this person's going through it. I know that you don't ever give us more than what we can handle. But God, sometimes life gives us a lot. God, I pray that you fill this person. You fill the void in this person's heart. You fill fill the love that he's lost. In fact, I want to pray now for my my former pastor who, uh, Kristen knows, lost his wife a little over a year ago. I just feel like I need to do that right now. And God, my, my prayer is the same for, for Pastor Dominic. And I don't understand when stuff like this happens. I don't. I don't get it. But God, like we said earlier, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but you deliver us from all. So God, please, somehow... Somehow fix this situation. Just come to these people in power and love. Take away their, their grief. Help them move forward in Jesus' name. For Terrence, who who prays for his marriage, and Avial, who prays for her marriage. I ask that you, God, that you intervene in both marriages. And actually, one of my friends today, Kristen, I don't know if you saw this. I think we're a mutual friend on Facebook. I'm not going to mention the person's name. And she is a, a lovely, lovely person um and if you don't know who I'm talking about I'll I'll tell you after the show you may have seen it and and she loves the lord and she has been through you know like I said before hell in a handbasket in her life I know these people very personally and she's stuck by her husband and and it's 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 wonderful You know, she posted something saying, I know where she's coming from. And it was basically the the, the basic message was this, like, you know, love is not, you know, this infatuation period, that stuff wears off. You know, marriage is is hard. There are a lot of arguments. There's a lot of holding your tongue. There's a lot of stressors and, and all kinds of negative things. And she was saying, look, you know, it's about being strong and getting through that stuff. And I admire her. And she's been through a lot. And I admire that strength. But I'm here to tell you, and look, I'm not. You and I aren't married. I don't doubt that relationships require effort, a lot of effort. And Kristen, you and I put a lot of effort into it. But I, I claim for Terrence, I claim for Avial, I claim for my friend who I'm mentioning, happy, joyous marriages that are not characterized. That when you look at, when you take a snapshot of them, they're not characterized by you know, this person's being selfish and here we're too tired and now we're too stressed out and, you know, we're always on the verge of being at each other and this or that, that no, that that these are Holy Spirit relationships, that they are governed by the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. If you If your marriage is governed by that, by those nine things, it is impossible to fail. It is literally impossible to fail. So God, that's what I pray for Terrence and his wife, for Aviel and her husband, and for my friend who whose name you know and her, and her husband, who are all lovely people. And we thank you so much for them. And we pray for happy marriages for them. Lastly, God, I apologize, but for Sun- Sunila also, who prays that they can have children. God, I thank you so much for Sunila. God, I pray that you give her the desires of her heart. I pray that she can have children, plural, which is what she asks for. And I pray that they're healthy. They're born with no birth defects. I pray that they live full, fulfilled lives and do many great things for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, let's get to our uh, live prayers here. Kristen Safter Ali asks you to pray to well she says please help me i'm very poor please help send some money to me please. All right Kristen you want to handle that one?
1: Safter Ali? Is that right? Safter Ali. Well, Safter Ali, we don't uh we don't take in any um, money from this ministry um and so we don't have any to to give away, but I will tell you like it says in the Bible, silver and gold, I have not, but I what I have, I give to you. And uh, we, I believe what we have is even more valuable in the sense that we can pray for you and we can pray that God meets that need and the need beneath that need, every need that you have. So in Jesus' name, I pray for Safter Ali, Lord. I pray that you would um, provide for her and her family in every single way. And um, we we sow in prayers to the kingdom right now for their finances and for um, the relationships and and just your blessings to flow Lord uh, that she would know you in a deep deep way God and that uh, you would connect her with with people who uh, who can be that help and, and give give financial provision in terms of um, occupations and um, just in every single way whatever that your need is Lord that goes even beyond the financial but certainly that God you care for every need. And I think so many times in the Bible, I see where you've provided for that the need that people ask, but you go over and above and provide for other things that they don't even know that they need. So, God, I I pray that you do that for Ali, and I know that you care for her in Jesus' name, Amen.
0: Amen. Good to see. Amen. Good to see Dario Iguzabel joining us tonight. Najib Saliv Dalia again. Uh, Dalia says. um, I know it's hard today because of the pandemic, but I always keep the faith to the same trust no matter what. God is always there. Just call and talk to him always. Even more problems to come. I always pray that my husband, Al, is to become a Christian like me. Even more stress, I encounter uh, something about our daughters. Always surrender. Nothing's impossible. And for myself, strong faith to be born spiritually. All right, Dalian. Well, first of all, I know Kristen joins me in praying for your husband to become born again. You know, the Bible says we shouldn't be unevenly yoked. Now, you're already yoked. And to me, that means that God very much wants your husband to join him in the faith. So, Father God, I pray that you fully convict Dahlia's husband. I pray that you don't let him get a restful night's sleep, that you just you just make it apparent that you are a lover of his soul and that you you just— You just want to be with him, and you want him, and you just you just don't even let him sleep uh, until until he comes to you. Just totally convict him and uh, give Dolly a great relationship with her husband. We pray also for her daughters. We pray that the, the whole family is characterized as a spiritual family, one that knows you, okay, just as well as they know each other. We thank you for these beautiful people. We thank you for bringing them into our lives. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Bate well, Kristen? why don't you take uh, why don't you take Peter Russell's here, and I'll, I'll, I'll do Bate. So Peter um, wants us to pray for Chicago again. Apparently the Latin kings are causing problems out there. Um, they're kind of saying nobody other than Hispanics can come to a certain region of the city, but that's where his father works. Hmm. Uh, so he, Peter wants you to pray for his father and his employees, and also for he and his wife to, that they don't get complacent with this good momentum that they're having in their relationship.
1: Mm, very good. Very good prayers, Peter. Lord, we pray we come to you with Chicago and uh, all the cities that mirror that in, in America and around the world. Places are so hopeless without you, God. People are so hopeless. God, I just pray. I pray for all those people um, and all the gangs and all these. I, I, we really need a new revival of that, you know, that, that wonderful book. Uh, the cross and the switchblade, and and you know the story of Nikki Cruz and David Wilkerson going and preaching to the gangs and um, having uh, Nikki Cruz and everyone turn around and, and know get to know Christ and become followers. I pray that that happens again. We need that. We need that again. We need men and women who will step into those roles and minister to these people, and we need those those people to come to Christ. Lord, they're just. Their hearts are aching and, and yearning for you. And I do pray for Peter Russell's father's protection and, and all all the people who travel through Chicago and different places that need your protection, God. The truth is, we need your protection every single day, not just physically, but in every single way. So I do pray for that, God. And I pray for P- Peter Russell and his wife to just, like you said, not get complacent, but just dig in deeper to you, God, and dig into what you have, and that you would guard their hearts and um, guard their future and bring them closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Great job. Tell you what, um, why don't you take one more and then I'll close out with the with the remainder. Okay. So I got one here um, for Lydia Affable, who we've, we've seen before. It says, pray for my spiritual breakthrough. I want to testify that my son Reggie, who you prayed for, I saw him reading his Bible every day. Where's your bell? I saw him reading his Bible every day. Hang on. You why got it? is
1: it? I don't have it when I need it. There we go. I'm always prepared, and then I don't, we don't need it.
0: All right, ready? So we got, Okay. Praise report here from Lydia. Pray for my spiritual breakthrough. I want to testify on my son, Reggie, who we prayed for. I saw him reading his Bible every day. He watches Christian videos. Hope he will go uh, on holding on to God. Kindly pray for spiritual blessings for Reggie and restoration for my children. Love you both, and my God, give you more wisdom in sharing God's word. There you
1: go. Lydia, we are so excited to hear that. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you for that, God. Thank you. The Lord now keep keep working on Reggie's heart. Keep working on him, God. Let him, let him, just like we prayed, just like Peter Raffesol said, not you know, not to get complacent in a momentum that he has, God, help him just just arrest his heart. Just give him more of you. Give him an insatiable need for you, God. Give him a hunger for you and hunger after you, God. And for Lydia, Lord, thank you, God. Thank you for pr- the power of a praying mom. Lord, thank you for her. Just surround her with shouts of deliverance. Sh- surround her son, God. Surround their entire family and give them what they need. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. And Lydia, here's what I recommend you do, by the way, you and um, your son. We did a video not too long ago called How to Read Your Bible for Beginners. A lot of people don't know really, you know, what sections to go to, especially when they're starting out. So if your son is just starting out reading the Bible regularly, uh, I would recommend watching that video. And basically, the the short version of it is I I think you should probably start with go to the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John uh, and and go from there. And I would even start, I think, with with probably John is probably the best of those four. And then, um, you know, work backwards from there. You can watch the video, though. So that's what I recommend. All right. Kristen, you are full of the spirit tonight. I mean, really, it's just like you Thank you look you. like you you're overwhelmed with the spirit. And that am I right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel it. I do. I do. Good.
0: All right. So let me get um a few more of these in and then oh, Evangelist Rashid says he's watching us. Good morning. Good to see you, Evangelist. It's actually very late where we are. It's eight thirty at night, but it's good to see you. All right, let me go through uh, some of the smaller prayer requests. We got a lot of prayer requests, guys, which are just a few words, but they're still important. And we want you to join us in praying for these people. Yes. Yes. Bate says, Pray for Indonesia. Wasim says, Please pray for me, my job, and my wife. Amal and Numan both say, Just pray for my family. Highland says, Pray for my friend Nadia. Georgiana says, In Fiji, is on leave without pay. Pray for her life and her kids. Amir and Vicki just say prayer and Ruby says breakthrough. Father God, we thank you for all these people. But Bate, Wasim, Amal, Numan, Highland, Nadia, Jojiana, Amir, Vicki, and Ruby. We pray that you meet all of their needs. We pray for Indonesia. We pray for Fiji. We pray for Wasim's job and his wife. We pray for Amal's family and Newman's family. We pray for Highland and Highland's friend Nadia. We pray for Georgiana. That you, you bless her abundantly, that you get her a job where that, that will pay well, where she can provide for herself and her kids. We pray for Amir and Vicky, whatever it is they're going through, God. We pray that you meet their needs. For Ruby, we pray for breakthrough. Actually, God, we pray for breakthrough for all of these people, all the people who have come to us tonight, all of the 91 people who have taken the time to like this video already, all of the people who are commenting in the comments section and all of our 50,000 plus followers. God, thank you for all of these people. We pray for breakthrough for all of them. We lift all of them up to you. And when we say breakthrough, God, not just breaking through the things in front of them, but breaking through their relationship with you, breaking through this spiritual level to the next spiritual level, which I think they will find once they start doing that, it'll take care of all these other things. Because we war not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities, rulers of darkness and wickedness, in high places. But God, you're in the highest of places. And we know that as we get closer to you, you cannot help but bless us. So God, I pray for spiritual breakthrough for all of these people so that they can experience breakthrough in their finances, in their relationships, and in their health, and all other things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, honey, you want to close this out?
1: Yes. If you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is the perfect opportunity. Don't wait. This is your moment. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. If prayed that prayer, we're so happy for you. Comment on the video or send us a message. We'd love to hear from you.
0: We sure would. All right, guys, listen, thanks for another great week. We'll see you again on Monday, 730 Eastern Standard Time. It will probably be a recorded episode. So um, it'll be a new episode, but we'll probably record it on Sunday. Okay, so if you have any prayer requests, please get it to us between now and, you know, Sunday afternoon, sometime thereabouts. Um, we'll see you again. Monday, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Hope you guys have a great week and a great weekend. In the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 8.45 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3 we